and welcome to another edition of Beckett Radio. I am yours truly, Derek Ficken, alongside Justin Gruner. Justin, how are you doing? I'm doing fantastic, man. Man, it is busy times here at Beckett Media. Yeah, it is, man. We got a lot of pricing, got yeah. a lot of new products, and uh, Happy New Year to all you baseball collectors out there. Tops Baseball's come out, first product of 2014. Exactly. We had one of our editors, Chris Olds, do a live box break for everyone to see on our website at Beckett.com, and it was it was actually pretty interesting to see what he was doing. Yeah, with there's that. like eight to ten boxes that he busted. It was, he did a lot of a lot of pack ripping. And yeah, and everyone was excited. I know he was. He to, was giddy like a kid, yeah, man. <laughs> to, to get into that, and I mean, yeah, it's it's officially started. You know, baseball season has officially started with Top Series 1. Are, are you excited? Man, ask my wife. I don't <laughs> stop talking about baseball. I just look at her and go, you know it's coming on March 31st, right? <laughs> baseball every night. That's oh, what we do in my house. Boy. Get ready for that Top Series 1. It's going to be awesome. We have a lot of new products coming out within the industry, as well as pricing that has been done here at Beckett. So we'll get into that in a little bit. We have the award show for the NFL. We uh, were in our tuxedo shirts. We didn't have champagne. They wouldn't let us bring that in so you we only, have sparkling water you can only class this place up so much though with the tuxedo shirts it's, yeah i mean it, otherwise it'd be just too high class and exactly we don't want to be that highbrow <laughs> we're not those guys yeah we're not those guys uh we also have our believe the hype segment where we uh give you a couple players within each sport and kind of just talk to each other about whether i mean they're they're really uh worth the hype yeah i mean that's <laughs> that's it really also we got an interview with one of our graders here at beckett his name is Andy Broom. He's he knows everything there is to know about grading, especially vintage grading. So we're gonna dive into a bunch of questions about that with him. And then we have our giveaway results. The results are in, and both boxes of cards have been redeemed. So I will mention those at the end of the show. So stay tuned for that. Okay. All right. New products, new releases. What do you got? New products, all you hockey hosers out there. Uh. <laughs> I've been waiting to say that for a long time. Yep, yep. We got three products in hockey, and that is it. No other sports coming out in the next week. Yeah. We got 2013 and 14 ITG, Heroes and Prospects. Happy anniversary to them. Ten years, man. Ten years. That's a decade, right? Yeah. Cool. Makes me feel a little bit old. Yeah. I was, but uh, it's yeah. it's pretty big deal. You get two hits per box on average. You get uh, one autograph and one memorabilia card. Cool. They're pretty cool cards. There's a lot of guys from Canadian League and the minor league hockey systems that they have all around. Um, it's a pretty neat product. I, I always enjoy that product. Yeah. You got SPX hockey coming out. That's one of those tentative ones because Upper Deck likes to push their stuff back sometimes. So it's not a locked-in date. Hopefully we will see SPX come out. Um, but you get a lot of stuff in that too. It's 12 packs per box and you get four hits per box. So you get an average of one per three packs. Okay. And you're guaranteed one autographed jersey rookie card per box. Nice. Okay, cool. And then the last one coming out is Totally Certified from Panini. That is a four-pack-per-box product, one hit per pack. So this is their high-end stuff. You get a lot of the mirror uh, parallel cards, mirror green, gold. Uh, they have, like, green platinum. And oh, wow. A whole lot of different kind of parallels, really cool stuff, and really neat-looking uh, patch cards that I've seen come out of this product. So those are the ones coming out, and uh, if you're a hockey fan, this is, a, this is kind of a fun week for you as well. Definitely. So... As far as pricing goes, we got a lot of stuff, not just for hockey, but for the other sports. What do we have for that? Well, let's stay with hockey just because there's just the one price. Yeah, that works. Titanium hockey. Okay. I just gathered that information. We should be pricing that within the next couple days. Uh, Pinnacle basketball, I believe you did. Yeah, we you gathered uh, that. Yeah, we 
I gathered that a couple days ago, so it will be priced within the week. All righty. Uh, we got America's Pastime Baseball. Okay. I gathered that, and we have well, – that should be priced by now. Uh, Elite Baseball, Elite Extra Edition. There I don't want go. to get the title wrong. I'm there sorry. That has been priced as well. So if you're really into the prospect collecting side of it, Elite Extra Edition, that stuff is priced. Okay. And then for you, SP Authentic Football. Yeah, we, we got that going. Um, it, it should be up there. If it isn't, let us know, and uh, we'll, we'll try and get that fixed. But I'm almost positive it's ready to go. So, uh, well. Well, that is the new products and pricing report. Let's go on. I I, I don't want to talk about it because I'm still I'm still <laughs> a little angry. Yeah. But but let's quickly dive into the Super Bowl and our predictions. Yeah. We have the Denver Broncos and the Seattle Seahawks. I like how your voice just dropped a little bit uh, with the Seahawks. Yeah. Uh, right now Seattle is given three points. Really, so they it's went a up close three game. now. Huh? Yeah, it's it's I think two and a, it was it two, was and, two and, and a half. half. Yeah, it, it, I saw three, but two and a half to three points, hey. That's that's a pretty even matchup. Yeah. That's a close Super Bowl. And the over-under is 47. That's, that might be tough to get with that defense in Seattle. I, I will take the under for that for yeah, sure. Yeah, that, that'll, be, that'll be a definite good matchup. So let's talk predictions. Who do you have? I, I got to stick with Denver. My uh, Peyton Manning, he's just you, – you, how can you bet against the man right now? Yeah. He's – MVP of the league for sure. He's yep. set all bunch of records, and that offense is just firing on all cylinders. And their run game is finally getting established more and more every game. I I can't go against Denver. Yeah, I mean with no Sean Moreno, he's he's finally looking like the back that we all thought he was going to be out of college. And it's obvious that you need someone like a Peyton Manning to get you to that level. Um, or at least he needed someone like that. Obviously, yeah. Tim Tebow couldn't do it. Uh, Kyle Orton couldn't do it. Uh, with with Peyton Manning, he's the type of person that can you know make above average players into potential stars. Oh. I.e., Julius Thomas. Yeah, you know he's definitely a stud now. Eric Decker. I mean, he wasn't a star, but now I consider him a decent he's star. He's a good go-to team. guy. Yeah. So it, it, it's great to see that that team's finally becoming. Uh, uh, who we thought they were, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, you got to remember with Peyton Manning, he's one of those special players where the quarterback is making you worry about the throw, Yep. and so you can run the ball. Exactly. Usually it's the other way around, Yeah. But this guy is so special that he makes you worry about the pass. Exactly, and you know, they're definitely a good team, and it's going to be interesting, but I'm going to throw you a curveball here. Oh, no. You're not. I am. You're not. I'm picking the Seattle Seahawks to win the Super Bowl. Oh, he did it. I did it. As much as it hurts me to root for a team like that (laughs) and a coach like that and a person like Richard Sherman, I think they're going to get the best of Peyton in that cold weather. All right. You know, and and I just, for some reason, I feel that defense is going to bring the heat. And Peyton's gonna he's gonna feel the the legion of boom as they call themselves. You know you can't show yourself in San Francisco for a while after uh, this, right? Especially I, if they win. Yeah, I, I won't be in San Francisco for a while. I just <laughs> I just went out there, so it won't be for you know a few years. But uh, I'm I'm going Seattle. I'm right. I'm gonna call it a field goal. It's gonna a be field close. Goal win, huh? Yeah. So it, it's gonna be a field goal game winning kick by I, Steven Hauschka. I would love to see overtime though. They can win it in overtime. They can win it by a field goal if they want. I yeah. want it in overtime. Yeah, you want that extra, extra added free. Yes. You know, uh, quarter. I guess delay the inevitable because football season after that is over. Yeah, exactly. No more. I mean, Pro Bowl already finished. You know, so yeah. there's obviously there's no more football. Well, on the note of football, real quick, uh-huh. we uh, we did have a bet. 
We did have and one. And I, I won. I was trying to not bring that up today. However, <laughs> no, no, but I will give you a chance to redeem yourself, oh, sir. Oh, thank God. We'll do a double or nothing. Double or nothing. So that means if you lose, six packs are coming my way. Goodness. So make sure you guys email us at radio at Beckett.com and tell me what Derek should buy me if I win. Please make it like quarter packs or penny packs. Do they Let's, still do penny packs? <laughs> I don't think Did they, they do ever penny do packs. penny packs. Uh, in the fifties, yeah, in the fifties. Okay, maybe a nickel pack. Okay, yeah. But let's shoot for something like 2014 tops, maybe, or you know, yeah. some Allen and Ginter or something from Panini that'd be really cool. Like you know, three to five dollars a pack. Yeah, or you know, upper deck leaf, whatever. I yeah. mean, something, something nice, but not too nice because I ain't rich. He's cheap. I am a cheapskate. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so definitely get those in. Email us at radio at beckett.com for that. Well, since we're talking about the NFL, let's go over to the award show. We are already suited up, ready to go. Let's talk most improved player. Most improved. Uh, we got Nick Foles. I mean, Nick Foles this year came out of nowhere. It was Michael Vick's job yep. at the start of the season. Chip Kelly was ready to run that offense with Mike Vick, and it looked like it would have it would have worked. But he got hurt. Something happened. Nick Foles got the opportunity. And they never looked back. You uh, know? I mean, honestly, Nick Foles probably could have been the MVP this year with the way he played if it wasn't for Peyton Manning. Yeah, exactly. The NFL MVP, not our MVP. Yeah, yeah. But the fact that his rookie cards were doing okay, they sold well, but then he just exploded, didn't throw an interception for how many touchdowns after every yeah, it was touchdowns. 19 touchdowns and no interceptions yeah, or something? Yeah, I and mean, he was, I mean, so many games, he played perfect almost the entire season. Yep. And so that's why he gets our most improved or comeback, whatever you want to call it, even though he was only a rookie a year ago. Yeah, exactly. But uh, he he proved himself in the NFL. He's definitely going to be a guy to watch next year, I think, and keep going from there, maybe MVP next year. Yeah, maybe. You never know. Um, Well, let's go to the rookie of the year. I think everyone knew, you know, this winner. Uh, Keenan Allen just dominated all rookies. I, I, I can't really think of anyone else that stood out as much as he did. And I feel yeah. like he is one of the big pieces that made the San Diego Chargers become a playoff team. Oh, he has to be. I mean, he is Philip Rivers' new go-to guy. I mean, other than Danny Woodhead, who had a great season as well, who who else was on that team to be, uh, I don't know, a, a star, really, other than Philip Rivers? You know, and, and that's it. It really wasn't a whole lot. He cemented himself pretty quickly as his number one receiver. Yeah. And when you see a guy catching two touchdowns a game as a rookie, yeah. you know you're seeing something special. And it also helps that you have Philip Rivers throwing you the ball. Cause... Exactly. Because he can throw it you know, day yeah. in, day out. It, that guy can play. Yeah, he can definitely play when he decides that he wants to play football. Exactly. And, and so look out for his cards to, to start becoming... Like a top-tier level yeah, guy. Top, yeah, so, yeah, top-tier level guy. Should we do the MVP or the fan's choice? You know, we got to go MVP. Fan's choice is more important in That's my true. eyes. That's so true. let's do MVP. The MVP of all of cardboard... Has to be Andrew Locke. Yeah, definitely. I mean, he his prices started high last year, mm-hmm. and he did not have that sophomore slump like a lot of them do. Yeah. And he he just rode that success into the playoffs. He played fantastic football and his cards went up. Yeah. Or stayed the same. Nothing happened. Yeah. You see RG3, his cards took a pretty big hit in his sophomore year. Yep. It just didn't happen with Andrew Luck. He just decided, no, football is my game. Mm-hmm. I own football. Exactly. And I, the, the way he dominated 
the AFC wildcard game. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that that was unbelievable, you know, coming against a, 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 a Kansas City team that really was supposed to just kill them. Yeah, and, I mean, they – they really had their work cut out from that game, and the comeback that he put together was just one that will be talked about in the years to come. One of the greatest qu- comebacks in NFL history. Exactly, I, think. I, I completely agree with that. Well, some people might be going crazy out there saying, "Why didn't we pick Peyton?" Explain our reasoning for not picking Mr. Manning. The reason is you guys picked him for us. Hello, we don't have to pick him. You did our jobs for us. Exactly. And we really didn't want to have, you know, two guys or one guy win two awards. I mean, he could have, but I think Andrew it's Luck's not as fun. cards, the card value there with Andrew Luck made him an MVP. Exactly. But Peyton Manning is everybody's go-to guy. Yep. His card values never go down. Nope. And this year they've seen him go up. Mm-hmm. And you you can't argue that. Yeah. And you guys made a great choice. I think it was the right choice. Mm-hmm. With, with Peyton Manning, and he even said it during media day this week, he's on his home stretch of, of his career. He's not even done. Well, he, he slipped and said halfway. Yeah, he said so halfway. So he's halfway, he's going to be like 60 playing football. Yeah, exactly. So, so you know, the, the sky's the limit for Peyton, really. Yeah, and it, I, I told you, when we talked about this before, yeah. when he was injured, it was almost a blessing in disguise. It gave him a year off to rest his body, rehab his neck, and now all of a sudden he has more energy now than ever. And yeah. And he can definitely make a, a difference in the years to come still. Yeah, I completely agree with that. So... Congratulations to all four of those players. Andrew Luck is our MVP. The Rookie of the Year is Keenan Allen. The most improved player is Nick Foles. And your fan's choice is Peyton Manning. Let's go into our Believe the Hype segment. This I like this. This is the most fun segment to me. I love it. Yeah, it, it's it's the funnest. Is that a word? Or is it most we'll, we'll make it a word. We all own right, it now. Cool. It is is Derek Ficken approved. That's right. Yeah. Okay. All right, well, let me start out just because you're the basketball guy more That's than true. me. Yep. Carmelo Anthony. Man, Mello dropping sixty-two points, and he had seven minutes to spare. Yeah, I, you know, you, I could have seen him doing at least seventy, but you know, they took him out. Just said, hey, you know, good game, kid, <laughs> and, and called it a day. So I, I think, and on top of that, you know, there's rumors of him maybe going to the Lakers with Kobe. Right. So I think he can be if if they can mesh together, he can become the next Kobe Bryant. As that, far as card value, too. Because I, I think he's dropped a little bit, if I'm not mistaken. Because, you know, he he started off, you know, with the Nuggets. He was a high draft pick. I think he was number three in the 2003 draft. Mm-hmm. He was right there with Dwayne Wade and LeBron James. Did well, but didn't really – he kind of underachieved when he was in Denver. Well, he never lived in the playoffs like the other two did. Exactly. And, and now that he went to New York, it's a bigger stage and, and all that good stuff – he he's finally starting to produce a little, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna believe the hype. And if he goes to L.A., that's an I think it's a bigger market than New York, and I think all signs are pointing up towards Melo's you know value. All right, so let's let's quickly go to baseball and hockey. All right, so hockey we got Jonathan Quick with the Los Angeles Kings. Jonathan Quick, he's uh, he's been kind of cold as of late playing wise. He's last the last four out of five games. Uh huh. But that doesn't mean a whole lot to me. Get him near the playoffs, and you'll see how truly great he is. He won the Conn Smythe Award back when they won the Stanley Cup in 11, yep. 2011-12. Yep. His playoff percentages and saves and um, 
goals against are just so much higher mm-hmm. than the regular season. And I believe the hype with him. I think he's going to continue to be a, a mainstay. He's one of the top-tier goalies in the NHL. Yep. He's definitely one of those guys to collect if you're a uh, NHL collector, especially a goalie collector. Definitely. Let's go to baseball. And one of the hot prospects, obviously everyone knows of uh, Byron Buxton with the Minnesota Twins. Yep. But one of his prospect teammates is Miguel Sano. He came out recently and said that he's willing to bet that he's going to be hitting 35 to uh, f- what was up. it 55 to 60 home runs 45 to 55 home runs that's that's ridiculous well it is and it isn't and the reason why it isn't is he hit 35 home runs last year in single a ball yeah single a so when you're touted as this huge power hitter you're going to be hitting home runs you better produce yeah and he did. He he produced, and he. But the thing is, is he's still in single A ball. Yeah. And he has a lot of strikeouts. I think he has something of like 140 strikeouts against him, or 142. Wow. But he did, still makes contact a lot too. He has 123 hits. Yeah. Now he addressed the strikeouts and said he's going to have upwards of 150 walks this next year. I'm not seeing that. If you're a power hitter. Unless they intentionally walk you, you're going to be swinging. Yeah. I mean, just like Reggie. Yeah, exactly. He's going to swing for the fences or he's going to strike out trying. Yep. So, uh, but as far as believing the hype, mm, you can buy his cards kind of low now. They're getting like 30 bucks. Mm -hmm. But he's got more of a chance to fizzle out like more prospects than become the next Bryce Harper or Mike Trout. Yeah. And most of the prospects that end up being great come out of nowhere. Yeah, exactly. Mike Trout came out of literally nowhere and became amazing. Mm -hmm. So... With Miguel Sano, I would say cautious optimism. Yeah, I think that's the best I can give him. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, no, I wouldn't believe the hype. Well, let's let's round out the believe the hype segment and talk a little golf. Yeah. Tiger Woods has been in the news for just being horrible at the game. <laughs> I mean, he shot a seventy nine. Yeah. Was it? And he missed he, the cut. He missed the secondary cut, and he, I believe, his last eight or nine holes, he shot a bogey or worse. That's unbelievable. And for him, that's unheard of. Yeah. Um, as far as believing the hype, his cards have cooled down, mm-hmm. but it was more of the scandal a few years yeah. back. He was at his peak. His autographs were selling really high and then just kind of dropped in half. Mm-hmm. He's kind of leveled out. Um, believing the hype, it's Tiger Woods. The man is the face of golf. Yep. He, Without Tiger Woods, golf would not be as popular as it is today. I mean, me personally, I'm a Phil Mickelson fan. I watch the Masters every year, and <laughs> my wife leaves the house for three or four days, and yeah. I don't see her for a while. <laughs> so for me, I know the golfers, but Tiger Woods, you know, he he is the face of golf. I actually looked it up. They just had a um, graded card from Beckett Grading Services, mm-hmm. BGS 9.5, sold for $3,400. Wow. Now, that's a drop-off. Can you imagine how high he was before? That's unbelievable. But, you know, having the grading, I think, obviously helped out a little Definitely. bit. Speaking of grading, we have a special guest today, Andy Broom. He is the senior vintage grader here at Beckett. How are you today, sir? Hey, guys. I'm doing great. Man, there is so much to talk about, and we only have a little bit of time, so we're definitely going to have you on again, because vintage grading is awesome to talk about. There's so much cool stuff. But let's dive in right quick, and let's talk about the grading process. Yeah, no, that's a good question. Uh, we uh, we have orders, uh, when customer orders processed, it's put into what we call a bin, uh, and the customer's information is taken off of that off of the cards and place in the bin, there's a barcode and serial numbers to where we, the graders, have no idea whose cards we're looking at. Um, so I'll get that bin or, or multiple bins, and um, 
I'll start going through the orders one by one and uh, take out each card and examine each card. Uh, and I usually start, what I start with is, um, you know, the authentication process. Step one is to see if the card's even real. Uh, you know, if it is real, the next thing I'm, I'm looking for is uh, alterations. And, and hopefully there, there's none there so we can move on to the great, actual grading. And, uh, every, you know, every card, whether it's vintage or modern, is really graded, uh, you know, the same, with the same basics. We're looking at the corners, the edges, the centering, and the surface. And, and now our vintage is a single grade, whereas our modern gets the four subgrades, uh, we still grade the vintage, you know, looking at those four areas. So I, I will look at those areas and assign a grade to the card, and it's placed in our, our sleeves, and we go to the next card. Real quick, what is uh, the best or most memorable card that you've ever graded, like one that really stood out to you? Yeah, you know, that, that's a question I've, I've heard before, and I've really thought about it, but, uh, you know, hands down, it, it's I can't say any other card than the uh, T206 Honus Wagner. We had the privilege of grading one in 2008. Uh, it it uh, uh, was a BVG one, but uh, it, it's an honor and a privilege to to get to even hold one in this you know in this industry. That's that's the top of the food chain. Yeah, definitely. And like you said, you're in a book uh, just all about that card, and it's it's so cool to be a part of the history of of just one singular card who started it all. Really, uh, I I think it's fascinating to talk about it, and we're going to talk about it, uh, you know, uh, later. But the T206, just everyone talks about it. Everyone in this hobby knows it. It's it's if you don't know it, you have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> you know, well, that, that's true. You know, and that I've always said that that's. Uh, it's it's the most well known out of the hobby. Yeah. Uh, I always said my grandmother knows that card, yeah. and she literally did. So I mean, that's that's the one card everyone knows. How can you spot some fakes? Do you see a lot of them on a on a pretty regular basis? Yeah, you know, unfortunately, I do see a lot, um, and and of course, having thousands and thousands of cards submitted to us, I, I see a lot higher percentage of fakes than, you know, your average collector going to a show or a shop. Um, so, and yeah, like I said, unfortunately, I do see a lot of them every day. Actually, um, if you follow me on Twitter, I actually tweet out quite a few fakes just to educate collectors. You know, this is this is what's out there. It's what we're looking at, you know, be yeah. aware of it. Um, you know, there every card is different. There are some real basics uh, that kind of apply to all all counterfeits, um, and and really the 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 most basic thing you can have the, the the most basic tool you can have is simply the knowledge of the card issue handling those cards. You know, if you handle you know hundreds of of 1952 tops commons, it's going to help you to be able to spot a 52 tops mantle that's fake. Yeah. Um, knowing the stock, uh, knowing the printing process used in different eras. Th those are some of your, your biggest, uh, you know, most important tools. Uh, you, know, you know, there are other tools, um, obviously magnification. Yeah. Um, I use a 10-powered loop uh, as, as, as an example and have other tools, like, you know, all the way up to a stereo microscope mm -hmm. if, if needed. Um, but really, the, the, the most basic tool is just knowing the card issue, no, handling cards and, and it's like I said, the T206 Wagner, if you've handled enough T206s and even just commons, um, you know, that the Honus Wagner was printed alongside commons, so it's going to be the same stock, same inks. That's a real good place to start to build a knowledge of, of how to detect fakes. Yeah, definitely. And and we talked about this earlier, but let's talk about the hashtag white slip of death. What is it and how, how did it come about? <laughs> well, uh, that is a uh, a dark nickname for the uh, white <laughs> slips that we use on cards that are returned for uh, whether you know if it's a counterfeit, uh, if it's altered, 
uh, you know, cannot be assigned a grade yeah. and the person doesn't want it in a holder is authentic, altered, um, then that's when it's applied what we call, the, what I've called the white slip of death. And it just <laughs> simply shows what's wrong with the card. If, you know, authenticity is in question or if there's a shaved edge or recolored area, it'll point it out. And so, yeah, that's that's the uh, the dreaded white slip of death. Gotcha. <laughs> um, let, let's talk about the next show where BGS will be on site. Do you guys have a, a quick schedule or a calendar of, of dates? Yeah, we do. We um, we actually do uh, quite a few shows every year. We're, we're actually increasing every year. We're trying to find more and more shows across the country, uh, including Canada. And uh, a lot of the shows, we actually have graders on site doing the raw card review and graded card review. Some we only have uh, some of our sales representatives taking submissions. I know one uh, next show that's coming up, I believe, is February 15th and 16th at, uh, here in Grapevine, Texas. Um, we'll actually have some graders on site, but um, we uh, we have a show calendar at Beckett.com slash grading, and that gives you a month or so out of shows that are coming up, uh, and, and it'll say if it uh, has graders on site or if we're just taking submissions. Um, that's a good place to, to look. All right, Andy, uh, one last question. Where can we find out more about grading and how to spot fake cards ourselves? Like, Is there a website or a book or something that you know about? Well, uh, one place, like I mentioned, is uh, Beckett.com slash grading is our main grading website. And, you know, uh, I'm on Twitter every day pretty much uh, tweeting out fakes and, and other card information and, you know, fun stuff about cards. That's um, It's at Broom with a view, B-R-O-O-M-E with a view. And uh, like I said, um, you know, if I get uh, some good fakes and alterations too, if I can photograph it, sometimes it's hard photographing alterations, but uh, it's a good place to start. Awesome. Well, thanks for coming in, man. It's it's always a pleasure to talk vintage grading, not just vintage grading, but grading in general. You guys got a little upgrade back over there with, with the new setup and the new vault. I mean, it, it looks great, so... Uh, you know, and it's well-deserved. You guys do a great job. So Broom with a View is your Twitter handle, all one word, and that's with an E. And you have a book out called Collecting the Collector, and it's on Amazon, correct? Yeah, that is correct. Yeah, it's a, uh, a humorous look at us collectors. Uh, it's a collection of cartoons uh, uh, for and about the collector. Perfect. And you also have a website, collectingthecollector.com. So definitely check that out. Andy, it's always a pleasure. Thanks for coming in. All right. Thanks, guys. It's always great to talk about vintage cards because that's how we all got started. I mean, obviously, we're not vintage, right? You know, but you know how I mean the past. It's, it's, it's the history of everything. Exactly. Of our, it's of always, our beloved hobby. It's always good to talk about the past of, of not just the hobby, but just sports in general. So exactly. we're definitely going to have him on again, talk about a bunch of great topics. Before we leave, we have both giveaways from our first show and our last, uh, the third show. Uh, they the winners have been announced and let's you want to start off with hockey yeah let's start off with the hockey Dwight from San Diego California congratulations we'll be mailing that box of cards out to you and you should be getting that in the next few days yeah so congratulations Dwight and with the 2013 Panini Select baseball box it's going to Jason in Olean, New York. I hope I said that city right. So Jason in New York, congratulations. We'll get that box out to you real soon. Definitely be on the lookout for a couple cool little tidbits on our Beckett Radio Twitter. It's at Beckett Radio, all one word. If you have any questions or comments regarding our show, topics that you want to get covered, players that you want to get showcased on the Believe the Hype segment, 
radio at beckett.com is our email address just shoot us a quick note say what's up yeah it's always fun just uh geek out with us it's, yeah we i just, mean i love the nerd out yeah that's what we do we you know we like to take time out of our days to talk to you guys and you know you guys the listeners are are, are our number one priority i mean we wouldn't be doing this without y'all well, so we're we're collectors just like y'all and we love to talk about stories hearing stories um huge polls huge disappointments exactly all that stuff just let us know and uh make we'll, we'll have a blast with it but before we go uh-huh i do have to tell the audience uh-oh yeah uh-oh. today at our company lunch oh god we have our company mvp for the month oh, employee of the month mr Derek ficken yep that is me one person here is applauding, and that's it. But I know that there's at least 40 other viewers out there applauding with me. Yeah, 40, yeah. Well, I appreciate it. I, I honestly couldn't believe it. When I heard my name, I I thought I You did a double take. It. Yeah, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> me? You know, I'm I'm extremely honored. It's a great honor. Uh, you know, I got a cool little trophy. So. Well, you earned it, man. You work hard, and you I know, appreciate it. I, you got my vote. If I, <laughs> if I had a vote in this situation, yeah. you would have had my vote. Well, I appreciate it. And yeah, thanks for everyone out there for listening into our show it, it definitely means a lot i mean you know our first show had over a, you know 400 listens uh the next couple shows that we did over 100 200 we're doing something special here and we we want to get everyone on board on that bandwagon that is called beckett radio so thank you guys for that we're gonna wrap it up i'm Derek ficken i'm justin gruner thanks for listening to beckett radio we will see you next thursday <laughs>